Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. Hi. How is it going? How are you feeling about your desires? Are you excited about all the things you want? Do they thrill you and delight you? Do you have fun imagining what your life would be like when these desires are realized and actualized into tangible experiences in your life? Do you play around with different possibilities in your mind of how it could all unfold? Are you feeling good at the time when you think about your desires? Or by any chance, have your desires gotten you down? Do you think thoughts like, why hasn't this happened yet? I should have gotten that by now. Why is it that this person has achieved that and I haven't? I don't even see how it's possible anymore. I'm running out of time. I can't seem to catch a break. I'm getting too old now. Maybe I'm not talented enough. Maybe I'm just not smart enough. There always seems to be someone better than me, faster than me. Maybe I've been wasting my time. I'm letting everyone down, all the people that believed in me. I'm just not where I'm supposed to be, and I know it. (sighs) That has a lot of momentum, doesn't it? And it hurts to think that way. It hurts because none of those thoughts are true. They're all false. And your inner being knows it. Your inner being does not agree with any of the hurtful things you think about yourself. And that discord causes negative emotions in you not the not having of the desires. Let us be clear. The negative emotions come from the misalignment between you and your inner self. When you are aligned with the non-physical part of you, the part of you that has all the information, the part of you that knows that you are an eternal, limitless being of pure, positive love and acceptance. When you are aligned with that part of you, you feel good. You feel joy. You have faith. You're curious. You're excited to see how it all unfold. You don't have attachments to the outcome and you stop trying to control the path of your desires. You stop efforting and struggling to force them into manifestation. When you have a desire, its vibrational equivalency is brought into existence. There's nothing more you need to do about it. But of course, you want to have the physical experience of it, right? You want to see it. You want to feel it. You want to be able to share it. And when you don't see it, you start to despair. You start to lose faith. You must understand that you are being led every moment of every day by your inner self and your inner self knows what you want and is leading you. All you have to do is get into alignment, meaning get back into agreement or connect to your inner self. How do you do that? Well, you start by trusting that everything is always working out for you. First of all, You start by saying to yourself, okay, I may not see it now. I'm having trouble feeling the joy and the journey of where I'm being led, but I know that every single thing that happens in my life happens for my benefit. I know that I'm on the path of least resistance to exactly where I want to go. I know that if I'm feeling any negative emotions about anything, it is due to some limiting belief I have about myself, the conditions or others around me. There are some resistance in my beliefs, some belief other than the fact that I am limitless, undefinable, and magnificent. In fact, there is a thought that I've been thinking so long about myself that it is cemented as a belief or even a truth, and it is holding me back. I must process that limiting belief. I must prove it false. My inner being wants me to prove this limiting belief false. That's why my inner being put me in this situation in the first place. 
so that I may uncover and process my limiting belief. My inner being sees all of this so clearly. My inner being laughs at the fact that I have attached to this limiting belief so intensely that I've actually made it true. Because your reality is simply a mirror of all of your thoughts. Everything in your reality is a reflection of your beliefs about yourself, ultimately, period. You want to change what you're experiencing in your reality? Start seeing yourself as the being of love who can do no wrong. And while you're at it, remind yourself that everyone else is also a pure positive being of love as well. And they are all here to assist you on your journey. They are all here for you because you are the creator of your life. You are the maker of all things. You have the power and everyone around you are the actors in your movie co-creating you with you, helping you being exactly who they need to be for you at all times. And you are being exactly who they need you to be as well. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe and you are not being wrong and they are not being wrong either. Start seeing your desires for what they are. They are the impetus that got you here on this journey of self-discovery. That's where you want to be. That is all. And let go of any attachments to the outcomes of your desires. Stop relying on the conditions to make you feel good or bad. You are the creator, not a victim. A victim believes they are powerless. A victim believes everything is happening to them and they're doing their best to navigate the craziness. A victim looks to the conditions and others to define how they feel because that what defines their beliefs. So let that all go. Be joyful in the not knowing where it's all leading and we promise you. The unfolding will be more magnificent than you can ever imagine. You will understand the unfolding will be so beyond what you could ever imagine for yourself. You will understand the purpose of your desires that were born from lack. If you shift your beliefs to that of the creator, you are the creator, the experiencer, and the observer. You are here to evolve. That is your soul's purpose. You are here to learn more about what it means to be a being of love. And you're waking up. Every time you choose the perspective of the creator versus the perspective of the victim, you create new pathways for others to follow. You carve out new trajectories toward a more loving existence. You open yourself up to receive inspirations from your inner self that will bring you more and more experiences of good feeling emotions. And ultimately, isn't that all you want? To feel good, to feel abundant, to feel healthy, connected, worthy, whole, and complete? To feel free? Well, you can, and it's up to you. And you know who knows that? You know who turned his life around once he discovered he was a powerful creator? My next guest did that. And oh my God, he is so fun. You are all going to love him because it's impossible not to. He is truly the greatest. He's been on Broadway, honey, and he's been in Wicked, which I think he's in Wicked right now for like the 50th time. He's been on your screen in your homes because you might have seen him on Charmed. And he has a new epic pilot that he just did. You won't believe unconventional about the LGBTQ experience with all the stars in the world. And you can see also his new movie. This is the night starring Naomi Watts. I mean, if that's not enough, just I can keep going. I will be here all day. He can't stop. Won't stop. He's an actor, singer, dancer. And we met doing shows all over Los Angeles called for the record. He was a Christian to my set teen in Moulin Rouge. 
So without any further ado, let's meet him, Constantine Rosuli. Oh my God. I'm taking you everywhere with that entrance. Hello. Claps all around, Jack. Clap for yourself, that honey. Was... Clap for yourself. Listen, I'm clapping for myself. I'm clapping for us. That was, that was a wild ride and I'm here for it. That was so wonderful. <laughs> I'm here for you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank I you. mean, I'm, you're, my, you're my manager. <laughs> I love, well, I didn't know that you had. I'm just so happy to be here. I know this, first of all, we're just going to be key king for an hour. So just everyone buckle up and just have fun. Cause this is what it's like just to hang out with yeah, Connie. Everyone relax. Just relax. Just safe. relax. Have a good time. I just think it's so funny because I didn't know that you were at all into the teachings. You listened to go. Esther Hicks, right? What was going on in your life? What brought you to this work, as we call it? The work. Um, the work, honey. The work, honey. I uh, Okay, so the, I found Abraham about six years ago. Um, I mean, clearly I manifested that into my life because I needed it. I was going through horrible panic attacks here in LA, stage fright, didn't want to leave my house, which is actually crazy because I'm the complete opposite of that. And you know me yep. for so many years. Um, I'm like an extrovert, fun, like person. Best. So for me to, to truly not want to leave my apartment and be so like shoved down with like fear and doubt and panic attacks and to the point of no return that I was like, something needs to change. And our good friend, Jennifer. Like, Miss Jennifer King, that? we'll give her a plug, like, honey. She also go check her out on IMDb as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, IMDb, Jen Jennifer King. Um, and she was saying, you know, you should really meditate and you should probably listen to, to Abraham Hicks. And I was like, I don't do that. I don't meditate. It's so stupid. I don't listen to Abraham Hicks. I don't even know who that, what that is. And finally, when I, you know, was in like the complete spiral, I was like, all right, I, I need something. And I finally just, I listened to one um, YouTube video and the next, the next thing you know, it's six years later and I'm not, I'm not missing uh, meditation at all. Every single day I have to You fully to surrendered to it. It's like life brought you to your knees slash your inner being brought you to your knees. My inner being was like, you need this. And I immediately. How long did it take? How many times did she have to tell you or did you hear about it before you? Oh, year, probably years. Stop. Everybody was like, you should, you listen to Abraham Hicks, you should meditate, you should meditate. I'm like, oh, guys, I'm like, everybody can choke. I'm not doing well, <laughs> well, your inner being really was coming at you hard at best, saying, I'm sending you inspiration through other people. Non Hear me, hello. Guys, it was nonstop. And then I finally was like, okay, everybody says this meditation, Abraham is great. Let me see what I can do. Wow. That was, I was actually this close, which I forgot to tell you. I was this close to getting on like, you know, a lot of like antidepressants and just like starting the yeah. whole, which listen, people need it at times. I get it. But for me, I was like, I don't want to go down the, that path of when I know that there's nothing that I, I don't really need it. I don't need to. You hadn't there. done anything yet for yourself to then determine if that was even necessary. Place. Exactly. Did you feel like as you were going through that, were you scared? I was so scared. I was scared for myself. I mean, I actually would, I remember. I mean, you were in fear, of course, but I mean, I was scared. in fear, yeah. but then I remember this after like when I, in the beginning, when I was first listening to Abraham, that, you know, it's like the different levels of being like, I'm going to first feel, feel the fear and the doubt. And then it's like, then it's like anger. Yeah. The scale, she calls it the scale yeah. of emotions, right? Despair, then rage. And, and each exactly. one's a little one step above the other. Yeah. Angry, 
so frustrated. I, was, I, was, I, yeah. that and I was like, okay. I was like, okay, maybe I'm getting somewhere. I was like, cause now I'm, I would find myself like completely depressed. And then I find myself angry at myself. I'm like, oh, now I'm angry. And then it would just like slowly get well, that's, that's really good. Can I tell you something? That's really helpful because wow, to go from despair to anger and then have the wherewithal to say, I'm angry now. Oh, wait, that's actually a good thing. That's a on good the, thing. It's on better. the emotional scale, it's better. It's a better feeling thought than despair. Can I tell you something? When you have that realization, Mm-hmm. even though you're feeling angry, having that realization is enough of the reaching for the alignment and for the perspective that you open yourself up for inspiration in that window. Okay. Meaning you can be two things at once, right? You can be in the negative stream of consciousness and still receive inspiration. And when you do that, it's like you crack a window open a little bit mm-hmm. to let some fresh air in. And those that air is your inner being sending you whatever you need in that moment. And then you do that little thing and you go from anger to frustration. I just love that you're saying that so much because I, it's a good thing for me to remember too. I'm angry. Okay, that's better than despair. That's better than being like a complete, just, just shell of a person. And unable to function. Unable to function, yeah. That's so... Awesome. I love that so much. And then when you're frustrated to say, I was angry. Okay. Now I'm just annoyed. Now I'm just annoyed. Yeah. I'm I'm, making progress. Yeah. Me too. And after, you know, when I finally found the work and I was doing it, like the panic attack started slowly, but surely it was like unraveling and they started going away. And then I could, I'll have, I would like Abraham says, she goes, if you're in line for 10 minutes, then (laughs) you'll be, you'll be 15 tomorrow. Then you'll be 20 minutes the next day, then it'll be an hour before you start having a negative thought. And then right. I finally was like, okay. Few, fewer and farther between, more clarity, more clarity. Yeah, and it was wonderful. It is wonderful, I'm so happy. I got myself out of these panic attacks and I started meditating every single day. Sometimes I would meditate two or, or three times a day yep. just to just fully get my myself in alignment. Because now you you know it's a tool. So if you're feeling outside of yourself, you're, you oh. know, oh, I can grab meditation, I can get back. It's, that's why we always talk about the practice of it because of course at first it can be torture and it's not joyful, but to understand that where it's leading is to a place where it's one of the best tools that you can grab when you don't feel good. It's unbelievable. Once you finally grasp, like becoming aware of how- Of your thoughts. Uh, of how good you feel and, and, and clear and it's and of your thoughts. And you were just like, okay, this is it. I This is better than any drug I've ever taken. This is better than totally. drinking a martini. This is better than any therapy. Like it, for me, it is just, I am so- just, I feel whole. I'm so glad you said that because that's the thing. The idea is we're always looking to guides and teachers and people outside of us to guide us, to lead us, because we, for some reason, don't trust that we have it within us to have the answers. We're always looking to other people to validate any answers or any ideas we have. When the truth is when you can clear your mind and open yourself up to hearing what your inner voice is trying to say, Mm-hmm. You'll understand that you are your own best teacher, guide, and friend. You have all of the information in you. You have to just learn to trust that that voice is you. And I think one of the best ways to know if it's you is, is it loving? Is it a voice yeah. that is caring and loving and comforting and consoling and bringing you comfort? Or is it a voice that's beating you down, is giving you shit, 
is, (laughs) you know, not that your inner being can't give you shit, but (laughs) your inner being can give you shit. Of course, that's for all your best. It don't give you shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in love, right? The way your best friend, yeah, or a family member does when you know that it's all love, that's how you know. And that that's what, you know, Esther Hicks, speaking of, of which she talks about infinite intelligence, because you have access to all the information when you're in alignment. And the deeper you are in alignment, the more access you have. And I mean, to all information when you're that's, you know, you'll hear people come on this podcast and talk about psychic abilities, right? But when you lose something and you close your eyes and you're feeling Mm. good and you're playing this game and you say, show me where it is. And then you have an image pop up in your mind of this random spot and you go and look and there's the thing that's missing. That's what I mean. You have literally access to all the information. Yeah. It's really hard to trust it though, but we're, cause you know, it takes, it, it takes first. some practice it takes and step. it takes, it does. And it like, you can sort of test it out and play around with it, play games with it and see, and then you start to trust it more and more. And the other thing you said that I love so much too, is ultimately the thing we're looking for is clarity. Cause when you don't feel good and you were talking about, you were having panic attacks, it feels so dense oh, yeah. and foggy and you f- are so confused and just like, you feel lost a little bit. Fully lost. It was it was wild. I mean, I'm. It just I I had actually seen um like a energy healer in uh, Santa Monica because I was like, what? I was like, anybody? I was like, give me something. You were looking. Give me something. I'm I'm a spiritual person. I'm you know, me and Jesus upstairs, baby Jesus, God, Buddha, Barney, whoever's upstairs. I got you. Like we're in <laughs> alignment. I love you. But I just needed to like actually just have like a guide and like have like a full on just like, I don't know, just to, to hear things yeah. back that I already knew, but to put them in a different way. Well, yeah, so that, that was the that's best thing. a guide to bring you back. And that's what we're doing right now. And what anyone listening, when they're having conversations with their friends, that's what you're doing. You're being a guide to help people mm-hmm. get back to themselves ultimately. So yeah, yeah it, was- it does. That's what Gary Bodley did for me. He was the one that brought me the most incredible gifts, which was the gift of hearing my own voice. Yeah. And so, yeah, you went to the energy healer. And how was that, by the way? It was incredible. I mean, he's wonderful. His name is Michael Kuby in Santa Monica. Amazing guy. Cause I was, was just searching for somebody send something to fix me or to help me. And I came, walked into his room and he was like, Ooh, babe, what's wrong with you? And I said, I don't know. I need your help. Fix me. And he was like, well, your energy is about like 3000 feet away from your body and it needs to be like three inches. Mm. It's like, you're like a, um, a fishing rod and we're now we're just unwinding you back to yourself. And I was like, okay, just help me fix me. I need it. And he was so wonderful. I mean, it just like, it just put that in my mind. I'm like, oh wow. My energy needs to be close to your body. You would have to give yourself what you need. Like you just need to give yourself love and you and and i don't know it was just you were open to and you trusted him you were open so you went with him on the ride and you believed and then it happened you probably felt yourself loosen up yeah i finally started just like layers after layers let go let go it's all about letting go it's all about control let it go surrender oh god that's true just let it go when shit gets really bad and it does bring you to your knees shoshana and i talk about this all the time sometimes that's the only way to get you to just say, okay, I give up. Yeah. I surrender. Always when we say, all right, uh, 
I'm I'm done. I let it go. I'm done. All of a sudden, whatever you want. Happens. Things turn around. Yeah. Oh my it's God. surrendering. It's letting. It's truly giving up. And it like, is, and then, the, up, but like truly. Oh no, up. we say it. We say in that place, I give up. But it really, what it is, is just surrender. Because you let go, you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Do whatever. I don't care. I don't you know? care. Bye. You and know. you really don't, because you just don't have it left in you. No. And it's it's interesting. It's so funny. so. Know if you've gotten to that place, it's a really good thing. The people need to know you that Connie is naturally the most fun loving positive energetic he's the straw that stirs the drink if he's in the room the room lights up that's who this person is so and oh. it's interesting because you still had that persona when you walked into a room you were still giving that and that's crazy because i can't imagine how depleted you felt giving that to everyone when you were feeling depleted when you were feeling so i was, out of yeah, I was so hollow Huh. I mean, I, I, listen, I had a, a, that was what I need. Like I needed all my friends around me, like you guys. And when we did the shows and then, you know, that to me was getting energy, even though I was exuding so much, but I got so much out of it because I just needed the support and, and love for my friends, yeah. you know? Oh, that's beautiful. That time. So yeah, how did it change? Cause now you're, this is such an inspiring story. So uh, now the bitch is back. Yeah, honey, she's back because we're talking about desires and back. you're they're coming in. I feel like coming mm. in hard and fast. You can't even make it stop at this point. No. And you know what? I'm it's finally I like during pandemic, I, you know, had a very strict schedule of not strict schedule, but I was really focused and really manifest what I really want and, and actually ask the universe for like what is it that I really want? And I want to continue, you know, to be happy and always choose the path of resistance and be happy. And during pandemic, which was wonderful, because it was a lot of time for us to be patient kids. Mm -hmm. And the universe is like, hey, 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 you all need to take several seats and calm the fuck down. Exactly. That was, well, that was <laughs> so, the, the pause button that got everyone on a new trajectory. So during the pandemic, everything completely shut down, pause button. So you had the inspired idea to get yourself on a regiment to... What was it? I just wanted to take take it to the next level. I just, you know, when you, especially when you're meditating and you, you feel like sometimes you hit um, lulls or like you hit a plateau mm -hmm. and like, and then you, then something will inspire you or like, I don't know, music, a TV show or something. And you're like, oh, and it makes you think about exactly what you were like learning or like listening through Abraham Hicks or whoever. Yeah. And I would go back and then like re-listen to Abraham or, or Esther and she was just, it was everything that I knew, but for some reason I was picking up brand new things every time. Well, the reason Especially is, is because, okay. So every time you raise your vibration, you are able to understand and process more at a higher vibrating level. And when you hear these channels, okay. they're feeding you information at such a high vibrating level, you get a lot, but there's always more to get. And sometimes there's even things that resonate in a new way as you raise your vibration saying you you may understand it in a moment but understand it in a deeper clearer more profound way later even when people listen to this Absolutely. podcast i get that all the time they say i listen to the same thing four times but i got something different every time it's just because especially when you first coming to this work i think a lot of the terminology people are just like what what the hell are you talking about but oh, then yeah. it starts to make no, sense Yes. And you start to raise your vibration and then you understand and get more and more and more. And it never stops. And I bet you 
Yeah. It's the same even for Esther. If she listens to Abraham, I know the same thing with Gary. When he oh. when he channeled his book, he thought it was gibberish. He did not understand anything that was coming out. And now is re-listening to the book, getting all this new stuff. So that's always happening. And that's cool too, right? It's incredible. That's the that's the most fun. That's the fun part about it is that the deeper you go into the work, more you just are clear and clear and clear. And you're like, oh yeah, I understand you. Like the verbiage, the vocabulary. Yeah. Everyone, you know, I will talk to new people or like, you know, tell them about either Abraham or, you know, you or Joshua. Yeah, me, because I'm like, like Abraham. Because I'm like me. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really amazing to get new things every, every time you listen to them. And it's the same shit that I'm listening to every single day. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. So now when you go to work, when you're on set, how is that different? How is your mindset different now than it would have been 10 years ago? Here's the thing. I, so I was just back, perfect example. I was just back at Wicked on Broadway um, two, two weeks Again. ago. Again. Again, for the 57th time. <laughs> so they, they called me out of the blue on a Thursday and they said, hey, where are you? And I said, hey, I'm at the gym. <laughs> and the agent goes, cool, cool, cool. And she was like, are you, what coast are you on? And I was like, I'm in New York. She's like, great, thanks for telling us. I was like, thought you knew. Anyway, she was like, what are you doing tonight? Do you wanna to go to the Gershwin Theater? And I was like, to do what, see Wicked? And she was like, yeah, you start tomorrow. And I was like, come on. I haven't done this in five years. You want me to start tomorrow? They're like, yeah, everybody has COVID. You just got over COVID. So they want you to come back to the show. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll throw on these shoes again. And you know, I know which paint and come back to the show. But I hadn't been back at that theater since the panic attacks. So I had been five years ago, crazy panic attacks at Wicked that completely, I like left the stage. Think of Carrie Bradshaw when she's doing that uh, the episode wearing the wedding dress and she's like, take it off, take it off, take it off. Yes, 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 yes. I was wearing a cloak on stage because, you know, in Wicked, you're basically like moving furniture. And I was wearing <laughs> a down comforter and I was like, get this off of me. I'm having a, the, the craziest panic attack in my life. Left the stage twice. My stage manager was like, something's wrong with you. And I was like, I am, I, I can't get, I can't be on stage. I have stage fright. It's insane. So coming back five years later now is with my new mindset and a brand oh, new full circle. Human, Full circle. Let me tell you, the PTSD was was definitely there, and the the fear and the doubt was there as well. Like when I first saw the show on the show on like the Thursday night before I started on Friday, but then I then I was watching it and I said, "Oh my God, why am I thinking these old these old thoughts and these old habits? This is not me anymore. I am not this person. We have completely elevated my life and elevated my brain and elevated my spiritual being. I'm not." this person, I'm not this crazy wow. broken person that I was before. So to come back and actually realize that and see it in front of my face and be like, oh, this is Broadway guys. This is fun. It's supposed to be fun. We're supposed to, supposed to be like, fun. Supposed to be fun. We're supposed to give people joy and make people laugh. That's what we do. We are the vessels for people's joy. Why are we, why, why is everything so deep? It doesn't have to be so deep. Right. The fact that I was like, oh God, this isn't brain surgery, guys. It's Broadway. I just, I'm obsessed that you were so aware of your thoughts. You could tell when at the thought level, when you started to go there in the fear, right? Mm -hmm. You started to have those old limiting beliefs, those old patterns of thought, that old, old resistance pattern. pop up. You knew exactly what was happening. And you said, no, 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 no. I see you for what you are. You are false. You are an illusion. You are not real. Mm -hmm. What is real is that I'm here in this life. I get to do 
what I always dreamed of doing as a child. This is the most exciting place to be on earth. Yep. I am joyful. And can you go back and look at the panic attacks and everything that happened and see the perfection in that knowing that it got you on this journey where you are now? Let me tell you, I am so thankful that it happened or else I would have never, I would not be here. Cause I didn't, I mean, I, I prayed, of course. I had like a, I had my faith and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pray. But to go at a deeper level, and to fully, I mean, I, like like Esther says, you need, you have to have the contrast in order for you to- You have to. And, and that's what I, I just want everyone to hear because people listening are in different parts of their life, dealing with different things. And some people are just riding, coasting, having an easy, lovely right. time. And other people are in that contrast. And it's just so important to remember when you're in it, that it is leading you somewhere, that you are in the becoming. You are on your way. And if you had the hindsight to look back to where you are now, you would say, oh, I get it. I know why that happened. I'm so grateful for that happened. I see where it's all leading, but you don't have all that information on purpose. Your inner being has that information. It does. It does. And you know, the craziest thing I remember the, uh, listening to uh, like Esther at one, one point when I was like full on panic attack and she had said something or they had said something about being in alignment, it's like the reason why you're feeling anxiety, depression, crazy, whatever, is because your your inner being always knows and is always in that pure alignment. So like this vibration is insanity because mm -hmm. you're just not connected. That's I, right. There's a, a disconnect between you. A disconnect's a harsh word because you're never actually disconnected from your inner being, but I'm just using that term to clarify the point. Yeah. When you're disconnected from your inner being, you feel that discord. You feel it in terms of negative emotions. And that's yeah. all that's telling you. It's not about not having the desire. It's not about not having the million dollars in the bank. It's not about the relationship. It's actually about not being in alignment with your inner self. Because if you saw it the way your inner self saw it, had all the information, you would look at it the way your inner being looks at it with yeah. joy, with curiosity, with laughter, yeah. honestly, because it's not, like you said, it's not that deep. None it's of not it. That deep. Even, yeah. even now, I mean, anything, and, it's, and I got to a point where I'm like, is this crazy that I don't care about like well that's what, what happens. happens i'm just like it's gonna i was like everything's great i mean i'm i'm healthy i'm thank god i'm healthy i'm um, i'm out it's sunny i'm look i just look at things differently now because it is a choice yeah. to be happy and it is a choice to wake up and you have to do that you have to put the work in in order for you to actually finally realize and it's been so wonderful and now yeah i i can find the joy and the love and the appreciation and the and the like the magicalness that we used to have as kids it is it's forming again and i'm like yes. oh my god this is what it's about thank god thank you jesus thank yes. you ever, that i have yeah. universe that i have found just the you thank you you love. you could thank say you, thank you, you me <laughs> thank you me <laughs> yeah thank you, me. i'm amazing um it's true but it's true i mean it's just wonderful to finally you know like nothing nothing can affect me right now or ever well, that's what's so funny too, is that just bring us back to desires, because I imagine when you were growing up, you had a very strong desire to be on Broadway. Oh, huge. Because I know I did. Honey, her bat mitzvah theme was Broadway, Broadway Bound. Broadway Bound. And L -L -L. I did a medley. I did a medley and she brought the house down. Okay. She <laughs> sure did at 12. She had that full vibrato. Huh? Don't run into my parade. <laughs> Yes, that was actually in there. That don't that that was fully in my. I'm not joking, even a little. 
<laughs> because I had that belt. Listen, I, I'm going to say something not in the perspective, which is I peaked at 12. My shit was tight. Okay. My point being that the uh, desire was so strong in you as a kid and to be on Broadway. And then we're in our twenties. And what are we doing to get on Broadway? I mean, anytime I go into a, a casting, my God, those Tulsi offices, oh. just being in one gives me spilkis stomach. And if you're yeah. not Jewish, that just means like that not okay stomach that happens. The poop shakes. It's yeah, the poop shakes. Poop shakes. <laughs> poop shakes. Yeah. You just like you want it so bad and you do all the things you're in all you're taking the voice lessons and you're doing the things and you're doing the coachings and and eventually now being in the point in your life that you are now, and we got there, right? We got there because when you effort and struggle, you can create. And the truth is we were in our 20s and we were actually just driven by passion, so yeah. hard by passion. I was living in a dump, didn't care, doing whatever job I needed to do, didn't care. Yeah. We just were driven by the passion. Whatever control we had, it was the passion outweighed the amount of control and you can get some stuff done with the control, but that's the difference between creating buildings and creating worlds. And what's interesting now is you're showing everyone how you create worlds because you got on Broadway, but look at you now where you have such a deeper understanding of what the universe is about and you've let go and you're enjoying, and you said you're walking out the door and you appreciate the sunlight on your face. And what happens you just get a random phone call, seemingly random, right? Nothing is random. There are no coincidences where a job falls out of the sky. Falls out hey, of the sky. Hey, want to come to Broadway tomorrow? Tomorrow. I'm like, what is happening? Literally. Can I, can you just go back into your, you know, 15 year old self? If I said to you, you're going to get a call one day, they're going to say, Hey, you want to come to Broadway tomorrow? That's real. That's really going to happen to you. And so the point being that when you take your focus off the desires and the not having of the desires and you start to really sink your teeth into what life is really about all that stuff comes easily but you can't do it with the intention of getting all the desires to come easily you really have to let go you really have to let go and and that can be hard and easy right it's just a matter of your perception it's it's always it's always it is and listen we're no one we're never going to be done perfect or not done at at this at all i mean we're always learning and constantly growing we're eternal we got we something are, we yeah. have we need to be able to have something to do for all eternity so yeah exactly <laughs> um so but it's it's just been so wonderful now to be aware i'm just so happy that i'm aware of yeah. clarity. clarity and just to be yeah to have to be happy and not sweat the shit and when when, when we used to force everything i was i used to force yes. things to be like i'm gonna force this because i'm i'm gonna work so hard that i'm gonna do it Mm-hmm. And I was efforting so much. And it's never the way. It, it's it's going to unfold. It just created more resistance. That's right. Like and it creates more blocks. Further from my, 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 my manifestations and my, my goals and my things. Right. Because you can't, you block off the inspired ideas, which are the things that ultimately are going to lead you. And the more inspiration you act on, the more you open you are to more inspiration, then things unfold. So, I mean, look, now look at you. You're on this huge television show. You just never could have imagined how things would be unfolding. You just have to let go. And then what happens? It's not just you that receives inspiration. It's also somebody else that receives inspiration. Oh, I think Connie would be right for this thing. I think Connie would be a fun person to 
go out with this other thing. It's all connected. We're all connected. And they, everyone in your life really is a reflection of you. So if you just become aware of your beliefs about yourself and the conditions and the people around you, if you start to shift the perception to that of the creator and see that everything's always working out, everyone is there for you. You're the creator. You're the creator. Then what happens Everything shifts. The people shift. The conditions shift, and you shift. Mm-hmm. My, my, I always say my, my, uh, every day. I'm like, everything's working out for me. Things are always working out for me. That's. I said that last week on the podcast. I said we should just tattoo that. Everything is always working I'm, out. Everything is always working out for you. That's I, the thesis here, right? And, yeah, and nothing is ever going to be like in in going back to like being in despair and in the fear and the doubt. That too shall pass. Like that will pass. Yeah. It's part of the, it's part of the so journey. annoying to say it's part of the journey. It is part of it's getting part you of there. It's those strong desires are born out of that place because they're born out of lack and they're born out of what you don't have. And those desires are what gets you on this journey. It's what propels you. It's what evolves you. It's why anyone's listening. That's how you got here. You had a desire and it somehow led you to push through enough fear to act on enough inspiration because the desire was so strong to get you on this journey. And that's where ultimately we want to be. It's so funny too, because, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but for me, two of my favorite jobs happened after I had both of my babies. And I mean, when I got pregnant, I was so in fear. Oh my God, I'm going to be pregnant. I'm never going to work again. And then after my first baby, I was so focused on her and just forgot about everything else and my desires that literally a phone call hey yeah you want to be a lead in a movie a chris it was a christmas movie which as a jewish girl was like my dream i never thought would be i love that movie it is okay i'm not gonna say because it's a little vibration to say thank you it was really fun i was very postpartum and still in fear not on this journey so when i see it i see the resistance just in my face um And then it happened with my son, same thing. It was just being with my son and being in that love of my children and focusing on something else, but being in the love, other things seem to fall into place, meaning it's all connected. Every genre of your life, because people will ask questions about the relationship, the job, the money, it's all this, it's the same, it's one thing. They seem yeah. like different bulbs in the same vanity mirror, but it's all it's one all thing for you. Right. And you know, what also um, has stuck out to me a lot is when I would be so when I was like beginning in the works, like five years ago, six years ago, and like really like trying to understand it because I was like really digging deep and being like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense to me. And um, I really will have to tell the universe what I want. So I'm telling the universe what I want, but why isn't it happening and blah, blah, blah. Then you realize you're just like, when they say, Find something that makes you happy. Find something that gives you, brings you joy. Go listen to a song. Go outside and take a walk. Like get your mind off of what you are yeah. wanting so badly. Fixating. Fixating on it so then you can like let it breathe. And the true thing of love and like that emotion and that feeling, just it, those like, butterflies inside, you can, that's where you want to live. I'm like, you, you can cultivate it. it. You can cultivate it in whatever way you and want. And milk it. Milk that shit by like having ice cream or like, oh my God, I literally, anyone listening is laughing because I always say, just have ice cream. Just have <laughs> it ice cream. always comes down to ice cream for me. Oh God, LOL to us. Here's the piece of it that I love too, that Joshua has added. What you can do when you notice you don't feel good, 
when you're not getting the thing, for example, it's uncovering a limiting belief you have about yourself. You feel like, let's say, for example, I am not a good actor if I can't get that job. I'm unworthy, right? And so then it's proving that false. Obviously, you can prove you're a good actor. You've worked a million times. You know you're worthy because you exist. And the mere fact of your existence is proof of your worthiness because there's never been another you ever. And there will never be another you ever in this moment in time, having the experience that you're having, adding that experience to all that is ever, ever, ever. And so whatever it is for you, really uncovering why you're having that negative emotions and what you're looking for, why you feel like if you had this desire, you would feel better. Because the truth is, if you don't do that, and then you get the desire, those feelings of unworthiness are going to be even bigger. Oh, yeah. You're going to you're going to have panic attacks on the stage. You're going to have the thing, but then have more fear. So we've all had that experience. So it's really understanding why do I want this? What, what do I, what hole am I trying to fill by having this? Why does it mean something about me? Why do I need that many followers on social media? The only person that's making that mean something is you. Now, if other people have judgments on it, that's fine. That's them and their limiting beliefs. It has nothing to do with you. Let them have it. So it's like, how can you break yourself free of the chains of your own limiting and hindering beliefs. Exactly. Wow. Amazing. You're right. I mean, it just, it's, it's, we work at it every day. It's, it's, uh, we're constantly growing and we're constantly changing. And I am just so, yeah. Okay. So now that you're living your dreams, do you, you are living your best life. Do you, obviously you still have moments. Do you have moments where you are out of the vortex, yeah. let's say, out of, the vortex, out of alignment, absolutely. There, and that's you're that's human being. Like you're going, you were human. That's gonna happen. Right. You're, you're, and I used to actually get annoyed that I, I would, I would chase, I would chase being in alignment. We were talking about that last week too, and beat yourself up for being out of beat alignment. Myself, and I was like, fuck, why am I not? In now alignment? I'm closed off. Now I'm definitely not gonna get yeah, that thing. Now, now I'm this. Now I'm I, in. I meditated today, and why am I not in alignment? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh my god, relax, queen, take Something- a nap. <laughs> she always says take a nap because Honestly, you wake up in a different place vibrationally than you said, yeah. and it's so I'm so glad you said the thing about beating yourself up because the one thing we didn't talk about when this came up very strongly last week was that that too is showing you some resistance or some limiting belief why do you have to be in alignment because you need to be able to receive inspiration to get the thing there yeah. it is it's bringing you back why is. do you have to have the thing why can't you just come to yourself with acceptance? It's sometimes, and I know this about you, you can be very accepting of other people. Yeah. I see you give love. You give love easily, effortlessly. You are an acceptor, which is a lover. Yeah, I am. You right. really are. And that is a beautiful quality and one that a lot of people have to work very hard to do. But when it's yourself, exactly. where, where is that acceptance? You know, and we do the inner child work where we try to see ourselves as the child. And would you ever speak to a child that way? No. Would you speak to the seven-year-old version of you that way? No. No. Yeah. But we do it, man. We are like self, what is it called? Flagellating? I always think I'm getting that wrong. But like, <laughs> I'm doing a whipping of my own back. She's whipping um, it. Moment here. 
She's wa- waving a flag. She's, Jackie. W- <laughs> she's waving a flag. Jackie, Jackie's gay pride. Jackie is gay. Yes, pride. I am. I'm also guiding an airplane in yeah. a landing oh strip yeah. this way. Exactly. I'm doing lots of things in my arms. But it's so important that we have that self-acceptance, even if that means we feel like shit and we're fucking mad or we yeah. blew up at somebody or we just said something that made us feel bad. Yeah. And saying, okay, that was for me and for them. I am yeah. not bad. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad boy. I'm not a bad girl. I'm, I am inherently good. We are all inherently good. If you were to allow yourself to be who you authentically are, yeah, you would just be love, period. That's who we are. Exactly. We're the sun and the sun is just loving all the time. It doesn't give a shit about what anyone thinks about it or what is happening on social media, the sun doesn't okay. care. And yeah. that's who you are. And that's who we are. But some reason we just, we, it's, it's hard sometimes. I, um, I told a friend once I was saying, why, why is it that we always can give so much love to celebrities and mm. pop stars and singers, mm. like Beyonce being like, Oh my God, she's so fierce. Yes. Beyonce, uh, hair flip <laughs> girl sing, uh, and you can't be your own you cheerleader for yourself. I'm like, you're giving so much energy to this this person, which is amazing because we all love Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she deserves every bit of it. <laughs> I'm like, why can't we talk to ourselves about being like, you're so fierce. You're the best singer. You're hot. You're fun. You're cool. Like, we can you imagine that walking down imagine? the street? Isn't that be a great exercise for 24 hours to just talk to yourself like you would talk to Beyonce if she Beyonce? was in the room yeah. with you? You spend so much energy telling everybody else how amazing they are, but you can't, especially. Oh, I'm people. obsessed with this. Right. I mean, it's interesting because I have a four-year-old daughter, Pearl, as you know, and pearly girl. Yeah, pearly girl, and I do that to her in the mirror always. Like, oh my god, look at your hair, look at your face, look oh, at your. <laughs> you are like, I can't even take it. Everything about you is so amazing, you know. Yeah. And even the funky things, I'm like, that is so cool. That is so interesting. That is so neat. And yeah. why can't yeah. we do that for ourselves? Why can't we do that for ourselves? I'm like, oh, I spent so many times being like, oh my God, I love, you know, Brad Pitt. I wish I was like that. I'm like, wait, I'm just, I'm just the same. I can, you I can are. I mean, you're give gorgeous. myself love. I yeah. give myself love. The, the, the more I give love to these celebrities that I don't even know and I can't do for myself. <laughs> and that is a part of you too. Because I, I do think expressing love gives you energy. Like even just now when you were like, Yes, Yance, go, go, uh, go. Like uh, it was uh, infectious. You don't have to stop yourself from doing that and cheering, but yes, can you turn it inward? Turn it inward. Can you do it to your friend who's making you crazy? Can you think those thoughts about somebody who's activating you, one of your activators, someone who is pressing all your buttons? You know who those friends are because oh, yeah. they are your mirrors. We are grateful for those friends. They help us grow. We learn the most about ourselves through those friendships. I just wonder, can we do that? Like, look at you, look at you. Okay. I see, you yeah. know, but only the good things. Only the good things. It's like, come on. We, and when not? you do that, those things grow, right? Those. Yeah, it sticks and you could be, and you're just, it can immediately change your mood. You can raise your vibration immediately by, by choosing to be happy. It is a choice. It's always you a can choice. wake up every day and you want to choose to be happy. Choose the good feeling thoughts. I remember somebody giving me the one spiritual leader of some kind or another, maybe it was like a Glennon Doyle. I don't know. Was yeah. I don't know if it was, but I just, Hey, Glennon Doyle, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. It was, hey, boo. But it was, hey girl. But just in the morning when you wake up saying, I choose love, right? You could choose fear. You could choose love. I choose love. Yeah. And what's crazy about this. I need to say for me, that wasn't enough. 
I sometimes wake up in a low vibration. I sometimes wake up just straight in resistance. And that's when the tools are really important for me. A meditation is really important for me. I mean, God help my family for like having to interact with me before a meditation. It's just, I've said this too. My daughter will be like, mom, you need to meditate. (laughs) And you're like, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when my husband says that, babe, do you think you should go meditate? I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you go meditate. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Oh my God, Jason. Poor Jason. Yeah, I know. No, seriously. So, you know, it's interesting because the morning practice, like those first 10 minutes of your day are so important. And it's sort of committing to really what can help you shift. What is that thing that you can think of that just makes you feel good. Cause sometimes saying I choose love is enough for someone. If I wake up feeling good, I can say that I'm good. Oh yeah. But if I just like wake up not feeling good, yeah, well, I gotta go make lunches and I gotta like get everyone up and get teeth brushed and hair this shit and, and yeah. clothes changed and oh my God. I really ass is to, wiped. Ass is wiped. That's real. <laughs> I have to get to that place like and then find the the choice of I get to, oh my God, here's perspective. Here's the zoom out in 10 years. My kids aren't going to want to talk to me. They're not going to want to see me. They're not going to be interested in snuggling with me in the morning. They won't want me within five feet. So it's like zooming out and going, I get to, I get to, with these little creatures getting there and I get to have this 10 minutes and I get to, I get to, I get to, right. Enjoying it. It's enjoying it. Taking it because listen, we're all human and there's going to be hard days. But to be aware, and, and thankfully we're aware now of when you're feeling out of alignment or you're, when you're feeling low and whatever, and you have the tools now to, to get right back on track. So I'm, that's what I'm the, the, the most thankful for. And Do you grateful. sing in the shower a lot? Oh, always. Just I feel like just, that's the key to good life. Always. I'm wailing tits in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> what are you singing in the shower? Are you writing music? Are you singing musicals? Are you singing pop songs? I'm not writing shit. I'm not writing music. Get out of here. <laughs> what am I, Shoshana Bean? <laughs> Hi, Shoshana Bean. Hi, Shel. Love are you. Are you singing Broken Window? What are you singing oh, in the shower? No, I'm actually, it, it actually will, it will, it'll all vary. I mean, sometimes it's in, like insane shit. Like, a lot of it's um, musicals at times. I was going to say, are you singing like Let It Go? Probably because <laughs> just to check that belt, just to check, and I was like, no, nope, it's not there today. Um, <laughs> but like, definitely, when I'm in a musical, I'm like, why do I find myself singing "Define Gravity" in the shower? I'm like, I am so gay. Get out of here! Connie. No, it's so good. It's just so good. It's just wild. Or just me, me being like, mm, let me see if I have that soprano still, Christine. <laughs> yeah, let me and see if I, <laughs> let me just see if I have that soprano real quick, just real quick. Hang on. Uh, uh, that's where it is Hi. do you and then what what do you do for fun what brings you joy what are some things you do outside of singing in the shower i actually love to cook oh I've, my god of I, course you said that i know so like no it's beautiful i literally hate cooking cooking for some reason puts me in a zen space like it, it actually like puts me in a complete I zone out I can focus on something and my mind is clear if I'm did you make food growing up when did that become a thing did you have like like memories of that bonding did you no my mom and I would always my mother's an incredible cook she would always cook and like nail it but then I really didn't start cooking until I moved to New York and I was by myself um living in my apartment being like I'm on Broadway I need to cook something and then I just started to like eventually you know get recipes from her and then look up shit but I really 
I don't know. Love it. Means, I love it. That makes me happy. I love that. Um, I mean, of course the gym, I really do love, I'm such a gym, gymaholic. Yeah. It feels good. Right. It, feels and you so know great. how you're going to feel good after. Oh, I always yeah. had a really hard time reconciling this work with working out because <laughs> I'm a runner. And when I listen to the, you know, the Peloton instructors and like, yeah. you have to earn it, you got to do it. And it was, Actually, I'll be honest, the Peloton instructors, I think are, it seems like they're required to do like a certain amount of this work in order to be instructors because their language is, you know, is the language that we use, yeah. but still there's the sort of like, there's the efforting and struggling, but it's, it's somehow, it's like, you're, you're allowed to push yourself in that way when you're working out when it feels good. It's, it's a, it's a strange, I had a trouble reconciling that for a while. Yeah. No, Totally. The earning, but, but then again, it's the reframe of, I get to, I, you know, again, my niece, you know, my niece passed, she not to change the vibe. We're good. It's okay. She passed. She was in a wheelchair before she passed and she was 15. And when I was mourning, I started running again and I had like all the lactic acid buildup and it just, sure. it was awful. I couldn't get past five minutes. And then I remember her distinctly in my head saying, you have legs, use them. Wow. That was it. I haven't stopped running since it's been, it's been three years, three and a half years. And it's wow. like the, I get to, so it's not like you have to, you have to go to the gym. You have to push it. You get to your body's working. You're moving energy around. Mm -hmm. Also for me, a run is sometimes the only way to burn off stress and anxiety. Yeah. Get rid of it. I have to, it's my output. I need output and writing is good and meditating is good, but sometimes we're physical beings, sometimes shaking off that negativity, shaking off that energy you're holding on to, or something that happened is so helpful, right? Absolutely. You have to, I mean, and people can find it in different ways. You can go for walks, you can do a dance class, you can play video games, you know, whatever you do, but there, you have to definitely, there are, there are moments where you need to especially release that. And recognizing too, when you have the idea to do that, it's typically inspired. And then what is the fear that pops up? Inevitably it's, I'll do it tomorrow. It's uh -huh. too cold outside. I'm tired. After excuse, after excuse. Yeah. So just recognize that that is the fear popping up, telling you not to do it based on some small limiting belief you have about yourself and push past that to do the thing anyway. It will always work out and you'll always feel good after because everything is always working out. Everything's always working out for you. Things are working out for me always and forever. You're such a beautiful human. I love you. I love you so much, Jack. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I, I truly had the most wonderful time. We I just you. enjoy you. You're, you're seriously so inspiring because I think about just the last five years of your life and what's going on with you now and even how you're feeling and how you're doing and how you're talking and just all the desires manifesting, but it's because you found the real clarity, the real truth, the real joy, which is in living your life. Which is, yeah, which is being present and living yeah. and not focusing on the past or what's, mm -hmm. what's going to happen in the future. It's truly being present and being like, okay. That's uh, all there is. 1156, what am I going to do? I can choose to be a crazy person and go down <laughs> like a rabbit hole, or I can go outside and enjoy, breathe fresh air. And you know, it's the it, truly the little things. I love it. Thank you so much. Ah, you're the best. I love you. I love you. As always, this is Jackie's side and sending love.